And welcome back to Freight Waves. Now, Bill Priestley here alongside Anthony Smith. And let's jump back into the world of rail. Joanna Marsh now joins us with an interesting new, perhaps gold rush, if you will, with a lot of companies looking at Mexico to the southeastern portion of the United States, perhaps as a new way, as a new stream of revenue there as well. Joanna joins us now. Joanna, how are you doing? And uh, thanks for joining us. Obviously, well, not obviously, but looking at the situation now, all of a sudden, multiple companies, multiple rails are looking at uh, trying to connect Mexico to the American Southeast. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. Like you, um, so uh, uh, so just um, recently, um, Canadian Pacific Kansas City and uh, CSX two Class One railroads um, uh, recently filed applications before the Surface Transportation Board, um, asking to uh, to acquire portions of the Meridian and Big B Railroad, which is actually a short line operated by Genesee and Genesee and Wyoming. <laughs> So um, it's, uh, yeah, in the Southeast. And uh, with the idea that they're going to um, create a more direct line uh, between um, uh, Mexico and the Southeast. Um, and lots of uh, companies, um, in including, you know, Union Pacific uh, just announced a deal recently, um, you know, that not really a deal, I'm sorry, like announced an expanded offering uh, to, to sort of beef up intermodal service between the two regions. And um, the reason why the rail companies are so interested in this is because um, really because a lot of the, the manufacturing um, uh, production that that's uh, expected to come online in both regions. I mean, of course, you know, Mexico and um, and the uh, the automotive plants there, and just you know, lots of manufacturing opportunities as well, especially with the nearshoring. And then you have um, the southeast, where um, a number of also automotive production plants are are, are set to come online, and and um, and and then of course you kind of talk about the uh, the the growing population uh, of the southeast versus you know the cold and dreary northeast or someplace like that. So uh, so you know so so those two re so they're there's they're seeking a better connection between those two regions and kind of um, with the CSX and the CPKC um, plan uh, they're hoping to create an interchange um, in let's see Myrtlewood Alabama. Population seventy. I looked it up, and um, wow. Um, to, uh, yeah, I know <laughs> it's like the small town. Um, yeah, to, uh, to to sort of facilitate that because right now um, a lot of the class one railroads um, interchange several places, of course, but but New York, New Orleans is one of the big interchange locations, and they're hoping to sort of put you know to to not have to rely on New Orleans so much, especially because you know uh, during certain times of the year. Um, you know, you have the, the hurricane threats as well. So, um, you know, to to have more options is, is always a, a nice uh, thing to have. And Joanna, we're looking at that border, of course, it spans over quite a few states, looking at Arizona, of course, New Mexico, some parts of Southern California, and of course, Texas. Are we looking at any particular state in general that will likely have the majority of some of that rail activity? I, I think really it's just that that whole region. I mean, you know, Texas is, is part of it as well with the um, with with the uh, energy products and, and byproducts uh, that that occur there. Um, and then, of course, um, the I think CPKC and and and, and CSX were were referring to intermodal um, and as as well as automotive. So I, you know so. Yeah. And then I think the Union Pacific um, plans uh, were um, 
uh, were, were primarily intermodal. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, so they're, so they're looking at intermodal right now, but, you know, that's not to say that, that, that carload traffic, um, or yeah, that, that carloads, uh, you know, if, if maybe if you build it, they will come kind of thing. Uh, so, um, you know, so th there is, a, you know, a potential for that right now, but for now, yeah, it is, it, it is intermodal and, and automotive that, um, that they're looking between those two regions. So as you look at, you've had a chance to cover uh, several of these sort of uh, mergers or uh, deals that have come up uh, in rail to try to connect Mexico more intimately with the United States. This is obviously a, a new one going into basically a new region. In terms of this, I mean, this kind of has all happened at once, basically in the last year and a half or so. Why do you think so? Well, I think a lot of it, um, you know, in addition well, I guess there are several reasons, really. Um, the railroads themselves will say that it's it's their their way of trying to gain market share from trucks. Um, you you look at all the uh, the materials that have been put out by the railroads. It's like you know we're trying to win back market, you know, and trying to be com you know competitive with the truck truck market. So um, so you do have that factor, and of course um, the environmental considerations with um, shippers uh, seeking more um, uh, you know environmentally friendly options of which you know rail is is one compared to um, compared to using trucks. Um, I, I think also part of it has to do with um, uh, the 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 merger between um, Canadian Pacific and and Kansas City Southern. Granted that was more of a north south thing um, between you know Canada, the US and Mexico. But I think um, that kind of Maybe there was, you know, maybe there were twinklings of of, an, of ideas between, you know, connecting the southeast and, and the Mexico, but somehow that 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 merger, that acquisition, kind of spurred things on or helped us kind of get the momentum rolling. Andrew, and of course, we're talking about that immediate border area, but there have been some ripple effects as well. Can you talk to us about some of the impacts in Georgia, especially the ports there? Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting because um, recently um, Georgia Ports Authority um, released their state of the state of the port, I think, for Savannah. Um, and uh, and it was talking about um, uh, sort of global trade patterns and how um, you have companies seeking to expand their their manufacturing base. Uh, beyond China, so maybe still including China, but also maybe some other points in Southeast Asia as well. Um, and then you also have um, India as a growing economy too. And so, you know, there's there's an interest both in imports and exports um, for for further movement and 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 um, um, to to East Coast ports versus West Coast ports, and and having um, ships go through the Suez Canal uh, as an option. So um, uh, Savannah, Georgia Ports Authority, and perhaps you know other Southeast ports, you know like the, the, you know Jacksonville or or um, uh, the port in Charleston, South Carolina. You know I think they all see these as as potential um, opportunities for them. Um, granted, you know maybe more share has gone back to the West Coast ports, you know, because of the, there was those labor, labor um, uncertainties uh, there. But I, I think um, lots of people are thinking that, you know, that uh, that some of the volume to the East Coast ports are, 
are um, here to stay. And so, and especially with the trade, shifting trade patterns. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so and that, of course, spills onto rail because then you have, um, um, you know, movement from the Southeast to the Midwest and, you know, from the Southeast to Mexico and vice versa. So. Okay, so stuff there, Joanna, before we let you go, just any inklings that you've heard maybe about, obviously we've seen, you know, CPKC, we've seen UP, CSX, any other uh, developments happening? Because obviously we seem to be in a season of change uh, and uh, it sounds like maybe there might be more on the way. Yeah, well, I think that's definitely a, a message that the railroads are hoping to share and to get out there. Um, earnings are coming up. CSX and the UP are releasing their earnings tomorrow. And, you know, that could certainly be on, um, you know, uh, their minds uh, you know, during the analyst uh, earnings call. So we'll see. Awesome, Joanna. Well, thanks so much for joining us this morning. We'll be sure to follow up with you, especially during this earnings season, especially with you and Mike Baudistel. And we'll see what all the latest holds. All right. Take care. All right, thanks, Joanna. You can catch her with People Speaking Rail coming up on Thursdays there with Mike Bowden. We'll take a short break and come back with more coming up after this. Your Fairways Now.